Hello, we are Terra Nova, a horror podcast. We're hosted by Kendall and Jackie. And here we talk about everything well, horror. And this podcast is specifically for you, the horror fans, and also the non-horror fans. If you're too scared to watch the movies, it's fine. We talk about it, we discuss it, we dissect it, we laugh about it, talk about the good, the bad, the tropes, and new episodes are launched every Monday. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TerranovaPod. And more importantly, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. And tell your dog too. Cujo. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say hello to that. That was scary as fuck. <laughs> like, <what> was that? <laughs> it's my demon voice. I'm good at that. I'm good at that. I had a kid once in my work, my workspace that actually used to speak like that to me. Seriously? True story. She used to speak to me like that and we would call, I'm being serious. She'd be like, Hello, I'm like hello, and we will go back and forth like that. My coworker was not amused. She was scared of us. I I'm scared of you, so I can imagine a kid also doing it. And imagine a kid who who's in that class who has no idea what horror is and is hearing that back and forth, and now they go home telling their mom they having nightmares about a demon creature, and you guys are just traumatizing children. What the, what the fuck are you doing at this daycare? <laughs> I'm a monster. I can tell. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> oh, we were. I'm good. I'm good. How are I'm, you? I'm doing good. Uh, I ain't got to hear that voice again, so I'm doing great. Uh, now, <laughs> everything is good. Uh, before we get to our guest today, obviously today's episode is a little bit different. Uh, we're not doing a movie this time. Today, we just essentially going to give you guys an update on the kinds of movies that we've been watching lately and some of the movies you're looking forward to. And yeah, just think of it as us sitting in your mm-hmm. living room and being creeps. So we're going to talk about some stuff and I'm going to bring in our guest for today. It's a friend of mine. I actually met on Twitter. So back to back weeks, we got somebody I met on Twitter. So that's like another cool person I met that is a horror buff. I'm um, bringing in Karima. How you doing? Hello. I'm doing great. I'm just thinking about that. Uh, the first thing that someone's gonna hear. <laughs> yeah, I know somebody driving. They drove off the road when they heard that shit. They was like, "What the fuck is that?" That's what we call it. Oh my god! It's a true story. We had a two-year-old at work, and she was she was she was so cute. I loved her so much, and she would talk to me, and she'd be like, she like people would say my name like Martinez, like they're like Miss Martinez, or they'll say Tina's because they say, say my name. So she'd be like Tina's. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 Karima. That's how we communicated. We, that's it. how we communicated. Now, I'm going to say, Karima, you, you, you're a mother. So, like, imagine your child say good morning to you like that. How would your response be? That, my child grunts now. Like, so that works. When I try to, when I, I don't feed him fast enough, he goes, <laughs> like, and yells at me. So, I think that'd be perfect if he had someone at the daycare that would do that with him. I would love it. <laughs> like yes you found your tribe son <laughs> <laughs> that's great so tell tell our listeners a little bit about yourself um my name is karima i am um a, a mother i guess new mom i guess that's what new moms say and um <laughs> into a marketer i marketer i'm into marketing that's what i do full-time and um in my free time i like to look at people get their teeth cleaned on the internet and I love reading No Sleep um, on Reddit, which I thought was like true stories for a little bit until I realized it, it wasn't. So that's just a little, a little about me. 
I'm sure most people know what no sleep is, but for those who don't, I just, I'm just kind of curious because we never we don't talk about Reddit too much over here. Okay, which is a it's my fault. But tell people a little bit about no sleep. So no sleep. Um, first, I want to say my coworker introduced me to no sleep because she likes horror too, and we were sharing a hotel room. And no sleep also has a podcast, and we used to play that to go to sleep, like in the same room. So we were that was definitely my girl. Wow, I know. And so basically, I started to read the stories. Um, on Reddit. And basically it's a Reddit community where authors contribute um, kind of like first person-ish scary stories. And the people who comment on the stories um, stay in character. So the story will be like, I can't believe my sister, like, you know, lost her toe. And then it'll tell the story about like how the ghost came and blah, 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 blah. And then like when people comment, they'll be like, maybe your sister can get it back this way. Or my sister lost her toe too. And this is what we did to get it back. Like people comment in character. So for a while I was like, Oh shit. Oh no. Like <laughs> These are real stories. And then the digger, I like I finally like read the rules of the community and I, and it was like, stay in character. And I was like, Oh, okay. But the, a lot of the stories are like written from that like first person perspective of, of like sharing, like, Hey, I'm coming to write it because I need to document like the haunted camp that I'm at and what's happening. And then they like tell you what's happening from their perspective. So it feels very real um, and very relatable. It's not really like stuff that's unrelatable. I've even cried like watching one of this and watching, reading one of the stories because it was, it was touching. It was scary, but it was touching. It was about Alzheimer's and somebody's and they, it was scary at first. And then you realize it was just an old man with Alzheimer's. It was like, Oh, so sad. Wow. So it's like um horror role play basically. Yeah, yeah, like yes. Yeah. And it's like authors are really good authors. Like I'm I'm surprised that some of them aren't published. You know, like they're they do a really good job because mm-hmm. like some authors will have like a series um where they'll have parts and it'll be like thousands of people reading each part of the series or like waiting for the next part to happen and it's it's so descriptive. I think maybe that's why they started the podcast. But I feel like on the podcast, they don't even read stories from the Reddit thread. And I think there has a lot to do with like permissions and respecting the author. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, there's a couple of stories that I want to read from it, but I'm going to, like if I ever read it and put it on YouTube or something, I'm going to like make sure I contact them and make sure I have permission because for um, there's a whole like thing called watchdogs where people will look for people trying to steal people's stories from no sleep. Oh, oh wow. wow. Amazing. I've, I've read No Sleep, but I didn't know about that, all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, I knew so there were writers involved in some capacity, but I didn't know people had to comment in character and all yeah. that. That's that's really cool. That's amazing. How familiar mm-hmm. are you with that, Jackie, with No Sleep? I know you're on Reddit. Yeah, I'm always on Reddit for certain topics, but I've never heard of this before, and it does sound interesting. I think I might yeah. subscribe to it. <laughs> like, uh, later today, I'm going to definitely subscribe to it. That sounds fun. And yeah, horror roleplay. So that that's pretty interesting. It's fun. And if you go to the thread, uh, to the community, you just, I would search like all time, like the top post. And then like, you're going to automatically see some good stories because those are the ones that are like upvoted the most, mm-hmm. and, like all time for 2020. And they even have some rules where like, I know you can't write about like the pandemic. Well, not the mm-hmm. pandemic, but basically they wanted to be sensitive to people who were actually dying from coronavirus. So they had something in there about that. And I think like when George Floyd um, passed away, they had something in there about that. 
they have like a little bit of boundaries when it comes to like real things that are happening because the stories feel real. So you don't want someone to be writing like a whole family caught coronavirus and like as you know, like it's just it's like tasteless to do that right now. So I like that they have that because mm-hmm. it's still so many things you can do and so many ways you can go with stories that you don't have to focus on like what's killing people right now. <laughs> like you don't have to do that. <laughs> kind of watch stuff to get away from that, don't yeah. we? Right, right. Yeah. But for what it sounds like, this sounds like an, an adult version of Are You Afraid the Dark? That's what it sounds like mm-hmm. to me. Like someone's just saying, you know, like, you know, uh, we're brought to you with the Midnight Society, mm, the tale of yeah. this, this and that. That's yeah. what it sounds like. <laughs> so that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds really awesome. It sounds like a like an interactive creepypasta. Yes. Oh, my God. Creepypasta. Yo. I remember that college. It scared the <laughs> hell out of me. <laughs> Are you familiar with creepypastas, Grandma? Somewhat, because they talk about it in the No Sleep. So No Sleep has an out-of-character community. So you can, like, ask questions about stories or authors. It'll be like, how do I fix my title? It's basically a community of people who can, like, act out of character. And they talk about creepypasta there. Mm-hmm. But I never, I never like, mm-hmm. delved into it because I'm always so balls deep in No Sleep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No. That's cool. I need, to, I need to expand my horizons. But there's there's a lot of there's so much stuff. It's it's cool that you can find something to even just kind of in a way commit to because there's a lot of everything out right, there. Right. Creepy pastas are just like basically like internet stories that some people make up and claim are real. Kind of similarly to oh, No Sleep, but it's okay. it's more. I think a part of it is like the spreading mm-hmm. of it that oh. makes people really believe. It's almost like playing a game of telephone but with a story. Oh. So it in turn kind of makes yeah. it real because everyone keeps t- talking about it. They'll be like, oh, you you know Joe the Killer, and people are like, who's Joe the Killer? And they'll be like. Oh, I can't speak about it. And they're like, what? And then you'll, you'll hear this crazy story. And then because you create, heard the crazy story, you're in turn kind of think it's real because everyone's like, no, this happened. And it just kind of, you know, like everything else on the internet, it was spread so widespread mm-hmm. that people will believe it's a real thing. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of why like creepypasta actually scared the hell out of me. Cause like I wasn't familiar with it until college because I used to hang around a lot of people who loved horror movies just like I did. And this person I knew introduced me to it. And I was like, what the? <laughs> so they be like mad creepy ass stories scary stories i'm just like oh my god and you know creep, creepypasta is also what gave birth to slenderman oh. too so we can't forget that okay yeah it's, it's dope they're pretty dope there's a lot of good ones there was a show that came out actually um a while back i was telling i'm telling jackie to check it out because i like it it's called channel zero mm-hmm. and i don't know if you heard of it i haven't not yet Writing it down. it's um it's a horror series that takes the idea of creepy pastas and it creates like a live action version of it. Oh, so yeah, it's really really cool. So the first, I think I've watched only like the first three seasons. The show ended recently, I think, or a few years back. I think it's only like five seasons or something. Possibly it may be brought back, but uh, it's an anthology series the way they do it. So every season is an entirely different creepy pasta, okay, or just an entirely different story in general. Okay, and the very first season was about this creepy pasta that I actually I actually read I forgot the name of it. I think it was called Candle Cove. That might have been the name of the, the creepy pasta. Yeah, so uh Candle Cove is like this creepy pasta where basically this guy is surfing the internet and web forums trying to find the name of this show he watches a kid. And he's like describing the show to people online. He's like, Yeah, there's like a skeleton guy and like this this pirate guy and all this other cool stuff. And my parents said I was always hooked on a TV and I just can't remember the name of it. And people were kind of trying to help him remember the name of it. They're like, oh, I, I kind of remember it. Like, it was kind of interesting. It was kind of dark for a kid's show. And then, like, kind of the, I guess you could say, resolution or the ending of the story is that this whole time he was watching Static. Oh, I think I think I know this static one. Shock. 
I know this one. <laughs> I wish it was Static Shock. It was just a, t- a static TV. Like oh, he was staring at. He was yeah. staring at a static TV as a child. What? There was nothing on television. I know this story. I've heard this one before. Like I know an actual creepy pasta. I've heard of it. And wow, that's cool. They turned it into an actual thing in the show. Wow. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. Channel Zero, but I definitely, I definitely need to get into it and watch it. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, yeah. So. It's just really dope. Obviously, Karima is a big horror buff because she's reading all the scary stories to sleep. She's sleeping to them. <laughs> she reading them every night. That's dope. That is dope. So I don't even need to ask you what your relationship to horror is. We already know. But I guess you can get a little bit more in depth with it. Like, what are some of your likes and dislikes about the genre? I don't appreciate slow burns as much as I should, maybe. Like, I was saying how the uh, Dark and the Wicked, it's like 10 minutes in the beginning of no dialogue. And I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. Um, my likes. I like a good mind fuck too, on top of like actually being scared. And I also just like being scared the shit out of like believing that this could be real is like the biggest thing for me with a scary movie. Mm-hmm. If it could be real, then it's going to scare me more than like, what's the movie when they sew people's butts to their mouths? Like human centipede. Like I don't, believe- <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, like I don't believe or, or like dream catcher. Where the aliens like coming mm-hmm. out to people's butts, like I didn't believe that can be real, but if I can just fathom or like see myself in the shoes of the character, then I'm I'm gonna appreciate it more because I think it's like I make an emotional connection with the people I watch on TV. You know, like that's like the the probably the movies that draw me in the most. And then I also like I like slasher type movies. Um, I just like gore. Like, I don't mind gore. I remember watching Saw with my parents when it first came out. Like, we watched it together. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is creepy shit. I really liked it. Like, I really liked watching Saw. I really liked seeing him have to, like, cut off his leg. Like, that was great. So, um... <laughs> I feel like I found my soulmate because I also love gore. I can don't know how much I love gore. So... All the blood, all the brains. <laughs> like, let me see that deteriorated body. Let's see what's going on there. Like, I, I'm not going to turn away. I want to see it all. Because I don't know. I don't know why. It was great. I just look at it. What I just learned today, that I am the punk of this group. Because I'm <laughs> not big on gore. <laughs> like, I, I, we, we talk about Saw at some point. Like, it's one of my favorite movies. So I bug Jackie about it all the time. And we, we actually review it on here. I love Saw, but the blood stuff, like, I don't mind it, but that is not the reason I watch the film. I just tell myself, this is really smart and really complex, and I don't get squimmy or anything like that, but I'm like, this isn't why I'm here. Like, I'm here because it's really intricate, (laughs) but I know people who love Mm -hmm. gore, Jackie does, so you guys, you guys might need to watch a movie together. Yeah, I think my love for gore is probably because, like, I mean, again, I started watching horror movies since young, like, some movies that traumatized me that I never revisited, like Hellraiser. Hellraiser is a gore fest. Ooh. That is a super gore fest movie. It's, it's oh my God. But I think also because like when I was younger, I kind of wanted to get into the whole, you know, like um forensic science stuff and like being detective. They have to dig into that. They yeah. have to look at that. They have to really like go through it, figure out how they die, what's this, what they use, why they die, blah, blah. Like I think that's kind of also why I was so like into the whole gore thing. Like if you're if you're the person trying to stop them, you're trying to figure out like how this happened, why it happened. You have to look at that twenty four seven, you know, in the good office. Point. No, that's a really good point. Like Dexter's a, a well, I mean it's not horror, but he's a blood splatter analyst and 
I love that about him. And he chops up bodies. Yeah, I love that show. I feel like it is, though. Isn't it counted as a somewhat of a horror? Dexter? I feel like it is. I would is. put it some there. Some people do kind of... Yeah, some people do acknowledge it as a sort of horror. Like, he's kind of like a vigilante yeah. and all, like, you know. Kind of like, um... I What's that movie with Christian Bale that he was a killer? America mm. Psycho. That's also, yeah, that was that was a crazy, like, slasher yeah. horror movie. Yeah, Dexter definitely fits that, though. It's like a thriller horror, like, it's... Granted, you're watching from the perspective of the killer and kind of rooting for him. So I guess that's what makes people perceive mm-hmm. it as not horror, but it's definitely horror. So let's get into some some fun stuff that we don't really get a chance to talk about too often on this podcast. What you watching? Jackie, what you been watching? What you been watching lately? Why me? No, I'm <laughs> oh, I'm picking um, on you. So yeah, go. So, <laughs> <laughs> so recently I started watching um, Sweet Home which is the live action adaption of a webtoon I also read like pretty much years back, the same title, Sweet Home. I finished the whole thing with a friend of mine because she was just like, oh, let's watch, let's watch it. And she had no idea that it was based on a comic because I read it. And the series is okay. You know, it's, it's like a mixture of, it's not a zombie apocalypse series, but it has the tone of a zombie apocalypse. There's also a creature features, kind of sci-fi um kind of you know horror it, it's a mixture of a lot of, lot of genres the show is kind of weird because it doesn't follow the comic because <laughs> copyright reasons for some reason they basically game game of thrones it at the end like the final season of game uh. of thrones i was like uh but it's still entertaining what is it about though like if you had to explain it to somebody what is it about it's basically about like this this disease this weird like infectious disease like a parasite that goes inside of you and if anyone has ever seen like the crazies or even like bird box like the way this whole thing turns their mind and they kind of turns them to crazy weird things that's kind of similar to what's happening in sweet home where instead of you turning kind of crazy you kind of turn to like this weird creature that feeds on your desires and it's like a it's like yeah it's like a little pandemic where it's like you don't know you have it but you have it and yeah it's the creatures are kind of interesting the way they look it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the strain the way they look is similar mm-hmm. to that as well so yeah that's why i'm kind of mentioning all these references in case people are like what what was it like it's a mixture of all things it really is and um the comic is also really interesting the show is a little confusing but the comic like if you guys end up having webtoons or just going to webtoons i suggest you guys just read the comic <laughs> it's really good it's way yeah more interesting i would say that's what i've been watching it's pretty good there is a couple of movies i watched the first time in 2020 um and i said it before please don't slander me but i've never seen krampus before oh. <laughs> and i finally watched it for the first time and i was just like oh this is a good movie and one of my friends who's an aspiring actress she introduced me to whatever happened to baby jane that was such an amazing movie that i was like holy crap like i told kendall i was like we have to cover this movie it's so good like i, I it was such a good thriller horror movie so. So good. I loved it. Yeah, from the 60s, it's it's with um Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. Such a good movie, though. They're phenomenal actresses, and it was really interesting. Like, a really good thriller horror movie. I know we're going to do that for the podcast, but what is it, like, if you had to give a brief summary of what the movie's about? Like, It's basically about these two sisters who want to become, like, you know, art, like, you know, actresses. They're child actresses, and it kind of shows, like, the aftermath of being a child actor and how one sister is kind of psychologically messed up while the other one is just trying to 
kind of be there for her sister but also she had like you know a freak accident so it's just them clashing a lot and yeah it, it's just a lot of crazy drama and also like a lot of like suspense because it's also a psychological horror film where like they're like still they're still kind of lingering of their trauma of being childhood stars and then trying to like go back to that as an adult it, it's just it's like ugh, it's amazing and fun fact betty davis and joan Crawford hated each other what? so oh wow the interaction between them some of that was real some of that was real in that movie so if you ever watch it that was real <laughs> <laughs> that was real hatred yeah but it's an amazing movie when you said krampus i was like oh that was a good movie krampus was good i had to like remember that because i watched it a, a while ago but it had the homie from um mm-hmm. parks and recreation in it and like the family went on a little uh like cabin trip i think if, if that's the right movie but mm-hmm. yeah i enjoyed it like i think i was surprised that I, I enjoyed it like i wasn't expecting it to be good because i don't really like mm-hmm. i'm not really like i can't really name like a bunch of christmas movies that like are scary that i'm like oh this is great like that's that's kind of rare so mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah homie from parks recreation have you checked out sweet home yet no what's sweet home have you heard of it no mm-hmm Jackie pretty much, she summed it up pretty well, but I, I just finally checked it out today. It's on Netflix. I always say Netflix got like hidden stuff. Like they, they make a lot of good stuff, but they got so much content. It's, it's sometimes hard mm-hmm. to find stuff. Oh, the one that's like the strain. Yeah. Okay, that okay. was a good show. I'm going to add it to my watch list. I watched it. That was a really good show. I want to read the comic though, but that was a really good The strain good had a comic? Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guillermo Toro wrote it as well. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of felt off it. So I didn't really watch how it ended. Mm-hmm. But because after, because I feel like whenever they do this, when they, when they, um, when they do like an adaption of like, say, a book or a comic and they turn it into like a series or a movie, there, there are always changes to it. You know, The Walking Dead did that, which is kind of why I, I railed off it. Yeah. And The Strain did that as well. Because a friend of mine read the comics and she told me how like after a while it kind of derailed from it. So then they just ended up like Game of Thrones throwing the rest of the season. You know? So. I don't know how you're using Game of Thrones like being a bad ending to reference everything that has a bad ending. Like- <laughs> Listen, Game of Thrones final season so was bad. so bad. They didn't even, because the book wasn't even finished. So they just like made up whatever the hell they want. Because that's why whenever I mention when things derail it, it's going to be, I'm referencing Game of Thrones and True Blood. Because True Blood did the same thing too in the final season. Yeah, Game of Thrones, <laughs> I cried at the last episode. I cried because it was over. And I was like, I've spent all of my adult years watching this show. For winter to come and last one episode, I just was like, bruh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. really bad. It was, I was very disappointed with a lot of things. I was just like, this is not what I wanted. Like, why? But... like so many questions. The night came, like just so many, so many things. I just, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, I feel like Game of Thrones also is like, it's a drama and fantasy, but it does have like horror elements into it. Very little. So that's kind of like why I like Game of Thrones. It's like it's like a little bit yeah. for everybody. Like everybody could pretty much get into it. A little bit for everybody. Because it has zombies true, in it. So hey. True. <laughs> has the gore. Has the drama. Has the love. I have to start that show eventually. <laughs> People have been telling me to watch it for years. I'm going to get to it at some point. Yeah. Just let me know. Just let me know when you get to the third season, man. You're gonna need yeah. therapy after third season. Just let me know. <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna have to cool. Yeah. Well, uh, please watch it. Please watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Karima, for you, like, what have you been watching lately? So, um, I guess lately I've watched The Bloom. So, like, is it I think Blumhouse? I don't know the right way to say it, but yeah, I think it's Blumhouse. Um, they can't. They probably drop four movies on Amazon Prime at the same time. So they had um, Evil Eye, um, which I thought was kind of corny, but I watched it. It wasn't bad. Um, about like this this mom that was trying to save her daughter from the fate of the basically the mom had a boyfriend that comes back and the boyfriend is trying to like he comes back in the form of another body and he's trying to get to the daughter get to the mom through the daughter so um it was all right I don't know it wasn't like it was definitely a thriller um because of like the the haunting issue and trying to come back and the daughter is like mom you don't want me to be happy you hate me so much like <laughs> that shit was hilarious but um another um, another one I watched from that series was The Lie. The Lie. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I heard of that. Oh. What was that? Oh, brother. So this is, yo, the way this movie ended was like, <laughs> what? That's how I was like, oh, hell no. So, and my girlfriend told me to watch it. So, and we talked back and forth from this app called Marco Polo. So, like, it's like basically a video messaging back and forth. So her video messaging was funny. Then my reply to it was like hilarious because like we were having all our reactions, but I could see her reactions too. But like basically the lies about this girl who um, gets into like, she has to go to like dance camp and she sees her friend along the way. Dad picks her up. The girl and the friend like get into like an argument and the girl's like, oh no, I pushed her off the ledge. And the dad's like, what the fuck did you just do? Like, why would you do that? And like basically the dad tries to cover up what he thought that his daughter did and then the parent the mom gets into it and the parents of the of the girl who um hurt her friend are like trying to like protect her and cover her up and figure out how to like get through it the mom's a lawyer and already knows a popo and so they're trying to like speed through it but then the dad of the missing girl is like where the fuck is my daughter like I know my daughter like you know our daughters go to the same camp and he kind of like catches them on a lie and long story short, um, at the end, the parents kill the dad because they're like, oh, no, he's going to tell on us. And it wasn't calculated. <laughs> it wasn't calculated at all. It was like he confronted them and they like ran him over the car or something. It wasn't like anything that they were planning to do. But the worst part was at the very end, the missing girl comes back and it's like and she was just at her boyfriend's house and her friend just lied for her to go be to go fuck for the weekend. Basically, I was like, bruh. You let your parents wow. believe that you committed a crime, and the and the reason why she let them go along with it because it was making it seem like they were going to get back together. But she's like fourteen, fifteen. I'm like, girl, like the first thing I thought was that if my child does not come up with a better lie for their friend, I will be so pissed. You better <laughs> lie better than that because they did the most to cover up her lie, and her friend was just with the boyfriend. Like, so the friend comes back. And the parents have like bloody um, blood on them. And the friend's like, okay, where's my dad? Like, and they're like, this bitch is alive. Wow. This sounds like a roller yeah, coaster. Right? This sounds almost like an episode of Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's good, bad. I don't know what to do with that. That sounds weird. I, at the end, I was like, what? I was just so mad at a teenager. Like letting her parents go through that, that horror of like, I got to cover this up. I don't want my child to go to jail kind of thing. 
and letting the police get into it like all right the lies a lie but once the police start investigating it don't you think it's gone a little bit too far like you're just gonna because she's just with her boyfriend like you don't think that that's a little bit like a lot on your parents to lie for a friend like it's not that deep like no friend is worth that much and i'm mm-hmm. like if my son can you can come up with a better lie for your friend like i used to lie all the time to my parents oh that's so horrible <laughs> i never put my parents in a compromising position so my friend could go fuck like what at the end of the movie that's crazy you know that little monkey gif where the monkey's sitting in the chair and his arms are out and he's like what the fuck I don't know. That's how I felt. Like, I wish I could find that gif, but... I don't know if I should watch it. I don't even know what to do with that information. Like, wow. I feel like, I feel like as she was explaining this, she was having, like, a lot of war flashbacks. So... I really was. I was, like, so scarred by this, like, how it turned out. I was just really hurt. All right. All right. Yeah. You know it's bad. You know it's bad when Kendall is just like dumbfounded and has no words. <laughs> it was so bad. Which is rare because he always has words. It was so bad. Yeah, I just. Sounds like about nine different shows that I've watched, but it sounds like somebody threw all nine of those shows together. This is what the <laughs> Netflix show Stranger. The, the lead actress, her name is uh, Anna Common something. It's a lady who played Ghost on um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the Marvel movie. Oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Okay. Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, she played the villain in that, in the, the second movie. The villain's name was Ghost. Uh, she has her own show as well. She was in this Netflix series where she's basically this this lady that like knows a lot of people's secrets. It's called The Stranger. Oh, I started. And I think that. it's based off a book. To tell you the truth, I don't even I don't even think it's worth finishing. Like by the end of it, I was like, word, like really. <laughs> and that's that's what it sounded like. What you just told me with the lie, yeah. but it sounded like that on a slightly even crazier scale. It was that's wow. That's that's fun. It's <laughs> yeah. What you guys are describing is what you is to me. I that show got me so mad that I was just like, you know what? I I've seen this type of like psychological thriller horror so many times that I'm just like, Adam, I'm not yeah. with it. Ah, uh, no, no, thank you. I just stop. That's why I didn't even start it. Yeah, don't waste your time, Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, it's, it's not, not worth it. Not. I did the first season and I was like, all right, I'm good. People are like, oh, the second season's out. Da, da, da. I'm yeah. like, I'm good. I'm all the way good. I know. I, I, just, I laugh whenever I see the cover <laughs> for that show because the the guy who is the villain, he is he was from he was on Gossip Girl. And I just laugh. Yeah. I'm like, yo, really? Yeah. Dan? Is it the same guy from um uh Dare, Daredevil? Mm. No. Nah, that no. is not the same. That was, that was, that's Charlie Charlie Cox. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. White people kind of <gasps> all look alike, so I understand. I didn't want to say everything. No, different person. <laughs> well, you know what? You didn't want to say it, but you said it because she was like, ain't that Daredevil? You know what? <laughs> Daredevil was in um, Hannibal. That's what he was in, the TV show, Hannibal. I knew he was, was in the TV uh, show. Who was he on Hannibal? Was he the lead guy? No, that wasn't Charlie Cox, was it? No, Hannibal was this uh, big brawlic dude, and... It was, I thought it was Daredevil that was um, the, the detective. The Hannibal TV show based off the movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might have. Will Let me see. Graham. Either that or we about to prove that you're racist right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is that was not Daredevil. That was Hugh Dancy. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's the same people? <laughs> These are three different guys. So apparently any curly-haired white man looks like Daredevil to Korea. <laughs> I mean, again, they all look alike. Hey, yo, I really thought that that was Daredevil. Oh, 
show. <laughs> wow. Somewhere out there listening to us and be like, I'm not listening to you guys anymore. <laughs> like, okay. Cool. No problem. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, well, okay. I was oh like, you didn't know really before this, I'm black. Like, in awe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are we are people of color in this podcast. None of us are white. I just pictured that meme. You know that meme where the dude's like, my mind is blown and you see the stars and all of that? That's Kareem right that now. That is me. I'm looking at his <laughs> Wikipedia I'm like, bruh. Stop the real estate. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Poor Charlie Cox. Some of the stuff I've been watching lately. A little, little mixed bag of everything. I just recently finished watching uh the, the first season of Alice in Borderland. On Netflix, that that was really good. It was. Yeah. Did you, oh, did you check it out too? I no, no. I was like co-signing, like you know, like wondering because I started me like a little watching it, and then I think I didn't ever finish it. So I want to hear about it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna try not to get too many spoilers, but uh, um, it was it was it was really good, really really good. It's based off of a manga. I'm probably gonna pick up the manga too because. The show is really interesting. I think I mentioned it before in one of my previous episodes briefly, but if you haven't checked it out already, it's it's a show based off a of manga. It's, a, I think, Korean. It's on Netflix, so, of course, subtitles, or you could dub it over if you want to hear really shitty dubs. Mm-hmm. Or, you, or you could just read the subtitles like I do. And it's basically mm-hmm. uh, like this guy, this kid, he's kind of like a gamer. They seem like like young adults, so I guess you could say maybe early 20s or mid-20s. He seems kind of like a, he likes the game and all of that stuff and hang with his friends and his life, I'm not going to say his life is dead end, but he's kind of like, you know, figuring out life as you do in your 20s, like what to do next. Yeah. And he's hanging mm-hmm. out with his friends one day and they, they kind of like joking around and accidentally like mess up traffic in the neighborhood and was like, oh, snap. So they kind of think the cops are at them. So they hide and they're hiding in his bathroom and then like the lights flicker and they come back outside and just like everybody's gone. Like the world is just gone. <laughs> like people were just, they were literally just in the middle of like, I think, I think Tokyo. I forgot where the location is, but they were. Just literally in the middle of the city, like two minutes ago, and there's abundant life. You know, people going to work, people traveling, people doing whatever, cars. Now they step back outside, and just nothing is happening. Like no, no, no technology works. All the people are gone, and they have no idea as to why. And then some light just turns on. Like nighttime comes, and this light turns on, and it points them to go to this building to play a game. I guess you could say kind of similarly to Saw. They have to play games to like survive, but it seems like it's a whole world based around this. So if like you win a game, you get three days off from from playing games and you get a visa for three days and you don't have to compete in any games for three days. But if you don't play any new games by the time your visa runs out, then you just some I guess you call it a hand of God if you want. Come out of nowhere and just like smite you. A laser beam will just shoot you in the forehead and kill you. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, And it's Japanese. It's it's, it's Japanese. Oh, okay. it's not Sorry, Korean. Japanese. I just look I just look. Thank it you. Up. Yeah. But that's wow. That's interesting. And you have no. You don't know who the, the main character is like there has to be a game master or something like who's behind this and you have no right. idea who's behind it. Mm-hmm. You have no idea who's in charge of anything, who makes the rules for any of this stuff, what the rules even really are. And you just you have to keep playing a series of games and it's him and his two friends. And it's it's really interesting. All of the games are different and all of the games seem to be focused around cards of the deck. You know, there's a 52 card deck. Mm-hmm. So every game may mm-hmm. be like maybe like a game of hearts and then a game of heart is a game about like messing with people's hearts and like their minds and like trying to force people to betray each other and stuff like that. Oh, and a lot of the times the games lead to death. It's, it's really interesting. So it's like Sword Art Online. Kind of. But horrified. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, that's how Sword Art Online is. The same thing. You're in a game playing multiple games. It's like, that's really interesting. Wow. Yeah, it's dope. Wow. It's on what again? Netflix, Netflix. Yeah, it's only eight episodes too. It's not even long. Oh, I could do that. Did you binge it? 
Yeah, I ended up binging it. I ain't mean to. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm usually not the type to binge. I usually, like, watch an episode or two. Then I'd be like, yo, that was good. I'm going to come back to that at some point. Like, because I, you know, I like to take a breather on it. Mm-hmm. But with this, after, like, I finished around episode two or three, I was like, yo, this was so crazy. I'm going to just watch, like, at least one or two episodes a day. Then I end up flying through it. Mm-hmm. Another thing I watched recently. Yeah, it's two other films, actually. That come, two films that come to mind. Kind of crazy. I just kind of want to mention because of how crazy they were and just not with the films I thought they were going to be. And I mm-hmm. guess it only adds further to Jackie calling me insane. But <laughs> two films that I watched. One that was really fun was called Mayhem. That was awesome. It was a 2017 movie. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. I've heard of it, but never watched it. You know, I have like mom memory. Uh, <laughs> Where'd you watch it? It's on, It's a Shutter exclusive, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably haven't seen it then. It was dope. It, it was dope. dope. I heard of it a while back. Because it came out in like 2017, mm-hmm. but I finally got a chance to watch it, and mm-hmm. it was it was really fun. the 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 lead actor is I can't remember his name, he but the guy familiar. from Walking Dead who played Glenn. Oh! He played Glenn on The Walking Dead. Okay, he's the lead, and then the the female lead actress is I believe Samara Weaving. This cover is really kick ass. Yeah, I and love it's, it. <laughs> it's it's really fun. The premise was basically like uh I guess it's close to home in some ways because it's a pandemic of some sort, but it's like some some things so there's some virus or something that kind of gets in the air and it makes people just go crazy like it's not something where you get it and then get like sick and die mm-hmm. it's more of like you get this this parasite or this infection and then and it, you can get it through the air and it will just make you lose kind of like all all your like everything that kind of holds you back in life it's so like all of your your mind checks and reality checks that make you go no i shouldn't punch this person in the face all of that stuff goes out the window <laughs> all of that goes out mm. the window so if you so it's like it's like the crazies then because the crazies was kind of like that it was like a epidemic where people were going crazy and just murdering everybody kind of but it's not i would say the only difference is is not necessarily focused on whether or not you want to kill somebody it's just like anything you want to do so like if you i don't know just say for example you and your crush were like and you were like oh i would actually like to have sex with my crush like you would just outright say it and then if the, your crush was like say they would respond just purely based on how they feel like with like no logic to it and then you guys may just randomly end up having sex like right there like that's how like crazy (laughs) the thing just makes you it just makes you get rid of all inhibition anything that makes you hold you back from making a decision all of that is removed so like if you want to kill your boss that would that thought will cross your mind and you'll try to kill your boss and that's kind of what gets into the premise of the film because they, at the very beginning, they tell you about this virus and they're like, yeah, this happens. And it doesn't really happen like it hasn't happened necessarily like worldwide where like everybody's just infected and the world's in the chaos. Mm-hmm. It's not like that at all. It just seems to kind of randomly, sporadically hit different locations and people inside of the location kind of flip out. So the main character that you're following, uh, the actor whose name is slipping my mind, who played Glenn on The Walking Dead. Stephen Young. Stephen Young, yes. He plays like a like an attorney at this firm. and they they. They, they, they handle all kinds of cases, but they also handle cases in which people have caught the infection and then maybe like flipped out and killed somebody. And like because of this thing that commonly ha- it kind of commonly happens, the world kind of made laws where if you flip out and kill someone because of this infection, you can't go to jail for murder because oh, wow. <laughs> they're like, you can't control yourself. Mm-hmm. So like they essentially flip the law because of that. And he works in a, a, a law firm where they kind of handle that from time to time. He mm-hmm. something happens at work, politics at work, and he ends up getting fired. And the day he ends up getting fired is the same day that the builder ends up getting hit with disinfection. And then he decides he's going to kill his boss. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Oh. It's like really funny. <laughs> mm, that's smart. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty interesting. Yep. He had one opportunity. Mm-hmm. And his boss knows it. Everybody's flipping out and his boss knows it. 
because he's like, you know, I'm not letting you up here to come see me. Like, I know you're going to kill me. He's like, no, I'm not. And it's like, it's really funny. <laughs> it's, re- it's really cool. That's interesting, though. Yeah, definitely. And this is what Shutter exclusive. Yeah, right? Shutter exclusive. Shutter need to cut me a check at this point because I watch him so much. Yeah, I know. He's always telling me like, oh, Shutter this, Shutter that, Shutter this. Are you watching Shutter Jackie? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you should. A last one that came to mind was uh, the movie. This was just a weird one, so I really need to mention it. It was called Swallow. I don't know if you heard of it. No. Is that Shudder too? No, it's not Shudder. At, at least, I don't think so. Um, I think it was just an independent All film. All right. So let me just say this. I think we're getting into the weird stuff that Kendall <laughs> watches. Like, he's going to recommend us to watch. And then we watch it. We're going to hit him up. Like, what did you make me watch? <laughs> Is it like Teeth? Uh, it's not as crazy as Teeth. Okay. Teeth was wild, but it's not as crazy as Teeth. And... It's just, I guess, conceptually, it was a little weird, like the movie Swallow. Basically, it's like this lady who she, she, she ends up, she finds out she's pregnant, and then she, she starts eating weird objects. So like, she'll eat like a penny, and then she'll eat like a thumbtack, and then she'll eat like jacks. Like she was just, it just kept escalating. Like she would eat weird things, and I wasn't sure. Like I was like, is this movie gonna be like a gore type film? And it like it really wasn't, but it was just. It was an interesting film because it was kind of what I thought it was going to be was in being like a gore type movie, which I was kind of hoping it wouldn't be. But conceptually, I was like, this sounds like a unique idea. But it became more of a story of kind of about like kind of finding your place in the world hmm. and kind of making decisions about life. It became but it was the horror of it was a lot of the items that she was eating during her pregnancy because she's she kind of had no reason to have these problems. She's like her family's super wealthy. Her husband is makes tons of money. Like their family is great. In-laws, tons of money beautiful house like she had the perfect life but things just weren't right for some reason so it was like it was pretty interesting movie it's like my weird obsession i eat metal objects yeah she's pregnant and apparently that's a condition i didn't know that until they mentioned it actually at one point in the film but apparently that is a condition where pregnant women would just eat weird objects yeah i know that my my friend used to um to eat soap like bar soap so i'm not surprised when she was pregnant yeah she didn't go too hard with it but she definitely had a bar soap or two i promise you it was weird because when I was pregnant, she was like, you might have cravings. I even like soap. I was like, what? She like eased it in there. Like, <laughs> you know, just, just, just soap. I'm like, girl, that you were special. But <laughs> blame it on the baby, I guess. Like, dang. The hormones. Like, it's the hormones. I just picture her sitting down with a bar of soap and a knife and fork. Is that what she was doing? I don't know. I should have asked her. I asked. It was like a Facebook post. And I was like, what is your... What was your like, uh, like uh, weirdest craving? And then like soap came up. I love soap. No, this other girl used to like um, uh, dryer pads, like the the bounce sheets. She didn't eat them though. She just used to keep them with her at all times to sniff it. She said it would make her feel so much better. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Just me. I like chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Like chocolate, <laughs> galas. I forgot. I used to. I just used to like. When I was pregnant, if I saw it, like, if Jackie was like, yeah, I'm about to go, you know, eat some ramen. I was like, damn, I want some ramen. <laughs> like, all you have to do is <laughs> say it, and then my body would be like, that's what you want. That's kind of how I was. So I didn't, I didn't get the, wow. the whole eating inanimate objects thing. It really does put, it really extends that whole saying of, like, you're going to get weird cravings into a whole new perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What was an IFC film? Okay. That's probably good. It doesn't sound too weird, though. I was expecting something to be more horrifying because it's Kendall and he watches a lot of weird <laughs> shit. 
but not bad. Not bad. <laughs> when I Googled it, because I like to see the, the movie covers, um, the second question is, is Swallow based on a true story? And the answer they have is, uh, it's written and directed by Carlo Mirabella Davis and inspired by his own grandmother, who was a housewife in the 1950s. So I don't know if it was wow. true, but grandma, hey, <laughs> hey, grandma, it turned out to be a great film. So go you. <laughs> Word. Definitely. I didn't know. I I was like, I didn't know I signed up for a Lifetime movie, but it was a it wasn't quite a Lifetime movie, but it was it was just not what I thought it was going to be. I was like, all right, horror. Cool. Definitely unique. Oh, and it's on Hulu. Yeah, I guess I'll probably catch it too. Again, this doesn't sound too bad. I was I was thinking it was gonna be something very like shocking, very horrifying, very like what the hell, but pretty decent. Wow. Okay. Yeah, hey, I can be normal. <laughs> <laughs> sometime, sometime. <laughs> I guess moving forward, what are wow. uh, what are some films you guys may be looking forward to coming out soon? Or just looking forward to watching that you haven't seen yet? Candyman, the new one. I want to see Candyman so bad. All right. You said his name twice, girl. Okay. Twice is the limit. Okay. Twice is the limit. There's okay. No you said it twice. There's no mirror. I have a mirror right Computers in front count. of me. I have two mirrors in front of me. Well, the man. Um, I really want to watch it. Because <laughs> the dude from Watchmen is going to be in it. He's fine. He's going he's, he's gonna to be mm-hmm. in it. And... <laughs> And I like what Jordan Peele is doing with horror. And um, I'm just interested to see like what they do with it. I think he's supposed to be the son, like the baby that was in the movie. Um, Something like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. I I forgot who's directing it. I forgot her first name, but I know her last name is DaCosta. She's directing this film. I think Jordan Peele is like in the background helping produce it. And I think he said that how this is going to be a mixture of like, a sequel slash prequel in a sense slash soft reboot but i'm actually really excited about it so i'm like really looking forward and we were supposed to get it this year yeah it was supposed to come out this year but then COVID, and they had to push everything back so yeah i'm excited for that as well i'm excited i think i think um tony todd also may make an appearance or he had some to do some executive work in the background as well, which I'm also really excited because, I mean, you can't have, you know, CM without Tony Todd, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it traumatized my ass. I watched it last year, too, actually, for the for the first time in a while. And even then, I was I was like, man, just leave this man alone. <laughs> Don't call him and you'll be all right. Just just leave him alone. He was praying on people in the hood. Was he, though? It was. Remember with the baby? Like, he was in the projects. I mean, he wanted his white woman. And at first I was like, what are you doing, bro? But then it was like, oh, in a past life, he was in love with her. And, you know, like he got his stories kind of fucked up. He was bullied. You know, I mean, it doesn't make it okay. You know, went after her and all that good stuff. It doesn't make it okay. But you understood. Oh, okay. Coming back. He's full of bees and a hook for a hand. He can't have no other love interest. He can't restart. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no tender for that. <laughs> I was gonna say that yeah like somebody has to give him a tender <laughs> app and be like hey man see there's this one then there's that one then her name starts with the v similar to victim i mean there's this one yeah it takes just profile pics like he won't take no head-on shots oh yeah <laughs> right <laughs> gotta have the angles he changed his name he'd be like candy oh, with an eye his profile picture is a b yeah <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> rebrand <laughs> 
His profile picture is like of a bee. <laughs> Word. Just the he, bee. Can, he can flip it. He'd be like, the bee's always around me because I'm sweet. <laughs> now he's an old school pimp. With oh that my... coat. Oh my God. I'm with that fur coat. <laughs> Dirty ass coat. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's so funny. Why are we talking about, why are we doing this? <laughs> how do we go from like talking about how it scared us to like, him be like a pimp <laughs> daddy, basically. Like, yes, how honey, you like a honey daddy. How does this happen? Because now I need to see that movie. I need to see the movie where it's like Candy with like with an I, space man, and it's like his whole life trying to date in twenty twenty. <laughs> that's that's the movie I need to watch. Have either of you seen Servant on Apple TV? Oh uh, no, I haven't. Is it good? Oh, it's amazing. It's they're coming out with season two this year. Season one was um, the uh, the dude from Ron Weasley from Harry Potter is in it. Um, I can't remember anyone else like oh. that I can reference, but he that was like his breakout role. Like he did such a great job in Servant, and it's basically about this woman who um, her baby dies, and they give her a doll um, to replace the baby, and everybody's acting like it's real. Even like they even hire a nanny for it. And then shit just gets real creepy from there. Um, M. Night Shyamalan is a part of the project. And I'm usually disappointed by him. I'm not going to lie. I like signs. I like Unbreakable. <laughs> but he really, the village pissed me off. Even when I was younger, Lady in the Water pissed me off. Like, his stuff usually makes me mad. But Servant was so good, I begged my friends to watch it. It is a little trigger warning because child loss is in, is in there. for So it's, like, kind of mm-hmm. triggering. But... It's wild. And then, like, when you find out, like, kind of, like, what happens or, like, like what actually happens. Spoiler, I'm going to watch this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't even, I don't <laughs> want to because it was, it's kind of a slow burn, but it's so many things that happen that you, like, kind of have to pay attention to. And then it's, like, um, also just a very contemporary kind of setting. They're in Philly. They're, like, a new fam, like, a kind of a rich family. The the husband, the the wife is a TV reporter. And the husband is a chef, but he specifically, like, makes new tasting things. He, like, made, like, a lobster ice cream or something like that. Like, he makes just, he experiments with taste and things like that. So, like, that's a part of his role. And their nanny is, like, this girl from, like, West Bubblefuck or whatever. And Ron Weasley's, like, the drunk uncle or whatever that comes by to check on the family. But it's a really good horror and it's like i had to join the reddit community for it like reddit is the first place i go when there's like something creepy that i'm watching that no one else i can talk to Mm -hmm. about because i know some reddit talking about it so Mm -hmm. i had to join the reddit community and um uh, a couple people on twitter i used the hashtag servant tv then like i actually like gained new like some new twitter friend followers because we were all like so into (laughs) servant completely different walks of life but we were like yo this is something fucking else. Like, it is different. <laughs> I've never seen anything like a TV show like it. The episodes are 30 minutes, so it's not, like, super long. Oh. Um, and I I mm-hmm. originally watched it because I, got a little, I think I bought something from Apple, and I, so I got a free Apple TV trial, and I'm like, I would have paid for this because Apple TV doesn't really have original stuff, but their three original series that I've seen so far have been great. Servant was great. Defending Jacob was good. And their mor- the morning show was bomb. Like, it was... I was like, damn, Apple, I see what you're doing here. Like, not a lot of content, but the content you have is amazing. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. You said it's called Servant? hmm It's called Servant on Apple TV. Yeah, when you were speaking about the premise, I kind of was just like, wait, is this like the boy? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. 
Because the boy was yeah. kind of like that too. Yeah, that movie pissed me off so <laughs> much that my boyfriend and I watched it. Because, you know, they, they advertise it as an, oh my God, creepy, possessed dog. Blah, blah, blah. You watch it, nothing like that. It got me so mad that I was like, I just wasted my time watching the Stan movie. I was so mad. You know, Netflix is lucky they took out their star rating because I would have given that like a whole negative type thing. <laughs> like, nah, nah, nah. Well, there goes our nah. Netflix sponsor. All right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, but it was just so bad. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I think I watched that with uh, one of my nieces. I was like, it was, it was all right. It was, it was all right. I didn't hate it. I didn't know that was how they advertised it. Oh, yeah, because Kendall likes. Kendall likes these movies that no one else likes sometimes. So he would be like, it was okay. It wasn't that bad. I liked it. it yeah, that, that's Kendall. Man, I'm not a critic. So a lot of time I just be like, all right, that was mildly entertaining. I don't mind it. And with the boy, I didn't know that was how they marketed it. I just, I kept seeing it kind of pop up on Netflix. I didn't really watch trailers or anything. I tend to avoid that because trailers these days tell you too much. So I just avoid trailers entirely. Oh, yeah. And I just jump, dive. I read this, literally read with the short summary of what the movie is about. And I go, all right. And I just dive into movies or TV shows. That's how I dive into everything. So I didn't know all of that about how they marketed it. I was just like, oh, okay. So I was like, the boy was, it was all right. It wasn't great. It was okay. But, um, but going to like, you know, this year, 2021, I'm actually looking forward to watching A Quiet Place 2. The first one was amazing. Oh, my God. Like, so good. It was so smart. It's really smart, and and it, it's 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 rare because like I feel like movies like that happens like once in a blue moon or like once every year, which is like a really smart, intelligent horror movie that makes you go, "Wow, that was clever." And I feel like Quiet Place, the first one, was like that for me. It was very like, "Wow!" Like like they said how people who watched it in theaters, they were so scared to make noises. No one made noises in the theater. And I watched this on when it when they first added it on Hulu, and I watched it, and it's kind of true. It makes you so tense and stressful that you don't want to make noise, you don't want to do anything because you're just like, oh my god. And it was such a fun movie because of how yeah. intense and and like suspenseful it was. And I'm really looking forward to what they do with the sequel because I think that too. We're supposed to get it in 2020, and yep. they pushed that back. I mean, as soon as I saw my homie Jim from um. The office, and I see. I love seeing people like branch out of like you know the role you know and love them for, and then like do so well. But he just he does good at anything nurturing anyway. I just want to give him a hug. So um, watching that movie, yeah, I, I actually want to watch it again today. Now that we're talking about it, it was such a good movie. I have to check it out. I've never seen it, so mm-hmm. I heard it's great. Oh, it was great. I think I saw it on Netflix. I don't think I saw it on Hulu. Maybe Netflix for me. I like how it was like multiple different places um, they put it on. Yeah, because it was just like, it was, yeah, and it was very highly regarded. People were having like a lot of, you know, good reviews about it. I mean, some people were just like, eh, but I really liked it. It was really good and smart. And yeah, it was a really good like sci-fi slash creature feature yeah. little film. Do my last film before we get about it here. Uh, I'm kind of interested in seeing Spiral from the Book of Saw. Chris Rock arrested. I know we we were talking. We already did a Saw episode. So we talked about how like Jackie would have said this shit need to go away. But <laughs> I, I I'm interested. Won't stop, won't stop. Word. I'm I'm interested hugely in part because of Chris Rock. You know, it's, it's always fun to see right. people do different things. And Chris Rock, he's been entertaining us forever. So mm-hmm. I think he's a part of the directing. I think or even a writing for the movie. And I think Samuel Jackson might actually be in it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's 
it's it's it's gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna be that got pushed back as well. So it's gonna be cool. I'm not sure if Samuel. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's a retelling. I'm not sure if it's a sequel. I'm not sure if it's a prequel. I'm not sure what they're doing with it, but I'm interested. From what I read the gist of it, I believe that it is like a prequel. Like a prequel soft retelling in a sense. So that's from what I've been reading about. Like it's just like that. It's a prequel. I'm with it. I'm down so, for that. Yeah, and and I, I I agree with with you. And you know, um, I like when actors do step out of their norm, and they do things that yeah. are very like abnormal to other people. We can say the same thing about a lot of movies, horror movies like Tales from the Hood. You know, oh, I forgot his name. The one with the abusive family. David Alan Greer. Like he's a funny guy, but like he did that role so well and it's because of he he's a method actor he has shakespearean background oh. that's that's his background so he was able to to do that and i, I like how again, like when you want to be an actor and you know i have a friend who's also an aspiring actress you have to do you do have to put yourself into all those different genres right because if you want to be seen as a great actor you have to put yourself in those obscure roles and be able to do it in a way that makes people go like, wow, I had no idea he or she can do that. Wow. Can do that, yeah. So I'm excited too to see, you know, Chris Rock doing stuff. I mean, he's done drama before, you know, yeah. we've seen him done drama before. It's not the first time, but this is like drama slash horror. So that is going to be very interesting. Awesome. Thank, we, thank you for coming, Karima. This was so much fun. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yes, we definitely gonna bring you back. <laughs> yeah, I had a movie playing in the background the whole time just to get in the mood. Pandemic movie. Yeah, it's, it's on mute, but you know. Nice. The facility. Nice. Getting sick. See, now I got to ask though. What movie? The, it's called The Facility. It's like people are like test dummies for some kind of medicine and like people get sick and they turn into zombies. They're trying to fight it all. So that's from what I've seen. But I had it on mute the whole oh. time. Just like someone I'll look up, like, oh, zombie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dope dope can you tell people where they find you or where do you want to be found um twitter is my jam um at karima k-a-r-i-m-a digital all one word um that is where to find me that's the only place <laughs> to find me online great thanks for coming we appreciate <laughs> thanks for it having me this was great jackie no problem jackie you get the last word um i guess my only things that what i look forward to for future horror movies is mm. more representation I feel that's more. I definitely want to see that. We like horror movies too. <laughs> we enjoy them too. <laughs> that's it. <laughs>